Greetings, folks, and welcome to episode 24 of the Far Beyond Metal podcast. I'm your host and spirit guide on this metal journey, Daniel Cordova. In this episode, Melanie Parsons of Royal Thunder tells us about her first band, and I recommend the band, Perihelion Ship. Up first, however, I interview Annika van Giersbergen. Annika is one of the finest voices in and out of the heavy music scene. She also has quite the impressive resume that includes collaborations with Arian Lucasen, both in Arian and The Gentle Storm, The Gathering, Giant Squid, Napalm Death, The Devin Townsend Project, and many, many more. She's joining me in this episode to discuss her latest band, Ver, which consists of herself and other members of the Gentle Storm live band. We also talk about her diverse catalog and one of my favorite subjects, the music of Prince. So before we dive in with Annika, here's some of Ver from their album, In This Moment We Are Free, Dash Cities. This is Fire, San Francisco. Hello, Annika. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Pardon our uh, miscommunication yesterday. Yeah, or, sorry about that. It, yeah. It's okay. I didn't even think to Google the time difference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, now we are here. Indeed, so, we are. Uh, thanks. Great. Of course. Uh, thank you for being on my show, Far Beyond Metal. I'm a big fan of your work, and you've been on a short yes. list of people I've wanted to have on for a long time, and this is cool. Um, Wonderful. I saw you've been, you've been doing some press for uh, the new band Ver lately. By the way, Ver, how hard do you hit the two U's? Ver? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ver. Ver, okay. Yeah, perfect. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and a lot of your press so far has been uh, traveling to various Gibson guitar factory offices. Uh, why? Why is that? <laughs> That's such a good question. <laughs> well, actually. Um, uh, my favorite guitar, um, electric guitar, which I always play on, is a Gibson SG, and um, and uh, you know I I love Gibson, I love the SG since I was very young, so it's the only electric guitar I ever owned, and um, Gibson uh, kind of found out, and um, you know and got in touch, and uh, we kind of do stuff together. So sometimes I borrow a guitar from them for a tour or whatever and 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 they have indeed these wonderful showrooms that um like all over europe and i think actually in america too but um and and they kind of open their doors for for the artists to come in and test guitars and you know to to chat about you know guitars and equipment and stuff but also for um you know like these interview days and so so a lot of artists these days actually kind of go there for their interview days or like release parties or something like that because you know the the offices are so so pretty usually in the middle of the city center and you know they're awesome places yeah what first drew you to the uh, sg i'm not sure i don't know it's as i love the shape 
And uh, that's the first thing I noticed, you know, when I was young and I looked at bands and I looked at guitars in the shop, you know, hanging in the window. And I was always like, oh, the SG is just so cool. But it's also so pretty. And, and uh, you know, and then you find out they, they sound awesome. So it's, it's been my favorite ever since. I actually just found a uh, Japanese knockoff from the 70s at a thrift store that I'm <laughs> fixing up. And it, it looks like an SG. Really? And in my head, it's it's an SG and I'm Tony Iommi. But I'm not left-handed, so it doesn't really work. <laughs> but I, I hear you. That's cool. Super. So to come back to Vur a bit more, uh, how did the band come to be? Well, actually, the band is pretty much the live band I had uh, for The Gentle Storm. And um, so that was my previous album together with Arjen Lukasse of Arian, And we created an album together. And you might know Arjen, he does not like to tour, so he's almost never on the road. And this album you know, turned out so nice and it was well received and I said, oh, I want to tour with it. And Arjen says, okay, then I'll help you put a band together. And so we did kind of in a hurry, like we need a band just for this album uh, because we need metal players and, you know, it's kind of intricate, so you need good players. And we threw like this band together with like Ed Warby and Johan and all these guys that we know from Arjen and um, and before that even. And so, like halfway down the tour, I kind of realized that this is such a kick-ass band. They're so good that, um, you know, I was already planning for a, a solo album after A Gentle Storm and Arian was going to make a new Arian album. And I thought, uh, if I'm going to... Because that's also what I wanted to do for a long time is make a metal, prog metal album. And I thought, if I'm going to do that, I have to do it with these guys. So I asked them, and they pretty much all said yes. So I asked them, like, will you join me? And they said, yeah, so that's that's great. So I have this band, and I have Joost van der Broek. He's producing. He produced the last Epica as well. But he was doing the keys in, in the band, and he was he's more like a studio guy. So I said, will you produce the next album? And he says, yeah, so I have this amazing team around me. So here here we are. And where did the name come from? The name, you know, actually, because I love the English word fire, um, and uh, because it's short and it's powerful, and but a lot of band names are, you know, with fire, you know, fire, wind, earth, and fire, you name it. And I thought, and I like the short band names like Yes and Kiss, and I was thinking something like that, but. I couldn't, you know, do fire. And then I thought, why not say it in Dutch, which is vuur, which is also short and good and powerful sounding. And it means the same thing. It means fire, it means also drive and passion and energy and light, you know. So that's how I came up with it. I would like to say I appreciate that the first two bands you thought of with fire were Firewind and Earth, Wind and Fire. It's such a strange pairing, and like I grew up with Earth, Wind, and Fire everywhere. They're my mom's favorite band, and oh, nice. they're a tremendous part of my life. And good, good pull wow. for a, yeah, a pair. Yeah, cool, thanks. Um, each song on the new album is tied to a major city. Why is that? Um, well, you know, I travel a lot, right? For the for the music, I'm I'm always touring, and for a long time as well. So. A lot of times you come back to the same city, same places to play. And uh, traveling, you know, 
inspires me a lot just being in airplanes or being in a train or just being in different places but also visiting cities inspires me to write songs and I always have and I always write a lot in hotel rooms and such and for a long time I thought what if I would write about these cities you know that I visit and um, because obviously big huge vast cities always have yeah, like huge history and there's so much to write about and every city feels different when you enter it's like oh yeah this is the city that makes me feel like this or this uh, city is uncomfortable to me but you know great nevertheless and every city has its own vibe you know cultural vibe and uh, so I started writing about these cities and yeah, and I thought also, you know, with this metal and prog band that I have, I thought if I write about these huge cities, I need huge music, right? So I I started writing in this, you know, in the, with the metal and prog sound, and it all came together. And the one nearest to me, if I may be a little self-serving, is uh, <laughs> San Francisco, the or the fire, San Francisco. Why is it? Why yeah. the fire? Yes, well, you know, sometimes cities have like this, they have all different impact on me, right? So some cities I kind of more poetically see as an entity or a character and I write about that. Sometimes cities I know that like something happened in history, some specific things happened, like for instance, the fire, the great fire, and um, uh, the, the great earthquake actually, because it's but it's called the fire. Um, and uh, so I knew this happened and I was, then I was just getting into it and, and I'm, you know, then thinking, cause it was so devastating, like how a city is after that, how you do you, do you rebuild and how are the people, you know, reacting and how are they get back up on their feet and everything changes after, uh, a catastrophe like that right so and so it's endless inspiration for for a song about you know a city um you mentioned well sorry you mentioned working with uh arian lucasen uh what is working with him like because i i've interviewed him once and he is very open about his hermit status yeah <laughs> yeah that's true he is a very open open person uh he's uh He's very honest about everything. He's brutally honest, you know. Maybe you know, like the Dutch are brutally honest by nature, <laughs> and and he is he's exceptionally honest, uh, which is uh, actually very nice to work with because he will tell you exactly what he kind of desires, um, uh, you know, if you sing for him, and you will know what you have to do. So in that respect, I I really like it. But he talks about his feelings, about his anxieties a lot, he, why he never tours, why he, you know, he's such a hermit, and and um, and I, yeah, I like very much. Uh, but it's it's kind of some people cannot work with him because he's so so uh, straightforward. Um, but I think that's also the reason why he makes uh, such good work because he gets things done because he has all these things in his mind and he needs people to to play it, to produce it, to, you know, whatever. So I think uh, it's lovely. And he's very, you know, apart from that, he's a very lovely guy. He's very funny. He's very intelligent. You can talk to him about a lot of things. And also, he, for me, he knows my voice 
very well so he knows exactly what I can and cannot do and you know he writes his music accordingly and uh, it's great working with him he's very fast as well I like that too in the studio and I know you've worked with him quite a bit over the years with uh, Arian um, you're mm -hmm. playing the the universe shows this week correct yes yes indeed and uh, is it relieving at all that you get to have these songs be out and played for people considering for so long they w just weren't yeah i think for us as uh, singers it's uh, fantastic but uh, it also for the um, the audience you know like they've been almost deprived of these live shows because he he's not touring he's never touring Arjen. but these sh uh, these albums are perfect for live for big live shows so um we are all happy that he decided to do in one way or the other, do a live performance. You know, and he's, he has all these great musicians and all these great singers at his disposal. So, I mean, why not, right? He, he has a lot of choice and he can, he makes a spectacular show. I saw a little bit of what's about to happen, but it's, it's going to be amazing, yeah. And what is the status of The Quiet Storm? I'm sorry? What is the status of your band with him, The Quiet Storm? Um... A gentle storm, sorry. Gentle storm, my apologies. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, we kind of, we, we gave it a band name, so it is a thing. And we knew exactly, like, we knew when we were going to make this album, like, we shouldn't do three albums in a row because we all have our solo careers to think about. But it is a serious thing. So perhaps in a few years we come back together, we make gentle storm album number two, right? Because we already had a lot of ideas for for a story and for something new so one of these days we'll, we'll probably make something new that'd be really cool um yeah thanks. you've you've had such a diverse collection of bands and projects throughout your career yet for the most part your solo material seems to be more of a a pop kind of alternative thing why do you think that is I, i'm not sure to be honest because uh, you know when i went about my solo career which is is exactly 10 years ago. <laughs> um, I, I always, you know, I felt a need to do a lot of different things in, in music. So work with different people, work in different genres, and kind of do whatever I like. Uh, because I needed to express various things. I made it, also created a children's theater play, for instance, toured with that for a while. And I did, like you said, I did some lighter rock, pop-oriented stuff, and I, I worked with various artists, but also very much in the metal and prog scene still, but always working together with people from that um, genre. And um, at one point, I always, like for a long time, I thought I have to, you know, I feel like making my own true metal prog album. But for some reason, I never got around to it. Sometimes I just didn't have the people around me. Um, sometimes I'd make start an album which was supposed to be more heavy than it eventually turned out to be. And this, so it was a, like a, a lovely chaos though for the last 10 years. And I did a lot uh, and I learned a lot. But like in the end, like in the last year, uh, and also because of Gentle Storm, working with Devin, working with Arjen, made me realize, or I, I had a distinct feeling like maybe I should kind of 
clear things up a bit, you know, um, um, put a band together, make like a heavy album, like I always, you know, for a long time wanted to. And then give it, for once and for all, give it a band name, do this heavy, you know, have a heavy outlet under vuur and do everything else that I love, you know, my acoustic shows, because I do a lot of acoustic shows and shows on my own with acoustic guitar. The rest under my own name, you know, creates a little bit of clarity. And um, so because, you know, the audience, but me also, I was getting a bit chaotic about it. Like, there's so much stuff going on, which I love. But now is the time for a bit more clarity and time for a heavy album. And I had this band, you know. So it kind of came together. Because sometimes you have to kind of let it, let it, you know, come naturally as well. My next question was about a potential follow-up to Drive because it's been uh -huh. four years. Is Vur that album? Uh, yeah, I, you can say that. I think it's like a gradually, you know, building up to this. Whereas this is really, uh, this is kind of a turn point. Do you know what I mean? Like Drive also, when I entered the studio, Drive was supposed to be heavier and then it didn't. <laughs> turned out to be heavier and it turned out to be like really straightforward rock album which I love by the way I love the songs and I loved playing it live but it's it's kind of building up to, to this yeah for sure was of course hyperdrive from the devon townsend project album addicted which features annika quite a bit i'll continue my chat with annika here in just a bit but first this is my first band every musician has to start somewhere and in this episode melanie parsons of royal thunder discusses her heavy metal origins it was called conniption fit and it sounded like um it was just like black metal meets grunge and it was just chaos like total chaos do you have any recordings of it? No, the only the first recordings of a band I was in when I was 14 are the only recordings I have of you know stuff I did in high school. Um, it was a band called Malform. And I know there's recordings of that floating around and definitely a lot of VHS tape, which I, I know where to find it. I know how to get it, but the guy that I was in a band with is like, no, you can't have it. You can watch it with me, but you can't have it. Afraid you're gonna like burn it or something? No, I don't know what he thinks. I think he thinks I'm going to lose it. It's so... Well, it's got one... Our friend was in the band, and he was murdered, so I think it's just, like, real special, like, footage mm -hmm. of him. Um, but, yeah, that was that was one of my favorite bands, man. That was that was Grindcore. That was my first Grindcore band. You were a Grindcore band when you were 14? Yeah. Fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs>
From the latest Royal Thunder album, Wick, that was Burning Tree. For more Royal Thunder, head to royalthunderofficial.com. Before I wrap up my interview with Annika van Giersbergen, and here's some more of her new band, Ver. This song is called This Is the Martyr and the Saint, Beirut. Have you ever had any collaborations that just didn't pan out? Like you're talking to somebody, you're both really into working together, and then just things get in the way, I guess? Mm, Not sure. Like not necessarily something turning bad. But for instance, I had this um, uh, live uh, project called The Sirens. And uh, with together with Kari Ruslatten and uh, Liv Christine, yeah, it was a really nice project, and it was very much a live project. So we did a couple of shows, um, but actually, you know, when I started, I thought this is really the shit. You know, like three of the first female singers in the scene doing all the stuff, like from you know uh, our old stuff and all our new stuff, and combined and I thought it might get bigger than it actually eventually did and and uh, which is not really you know you never know it's coming out of a, a project when you start something but I I would think that it would be more appealing than it was eventually you know but it was a, a thing you know we knew there's going to be beginning and an end you know it was not such a long-term thing anyway so that's that's all right you know but uh, yeah, if you ask me, then that would be one of the things. Yeah. So no, no potential reunion on that on the horizon. I don't think so. No. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. You mentioned bringing together three of the first female singers on the scene. Uh, how how do you view the scene now? Because I feel like it's gotten better, but unfortunately, it's not. It's definitely not equal, and that that sucks. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I know it's it's changing. It's ever changing, right? Because in in a, for like twenty years ago, it was also a novelty to have like females in in metal bands, and and it became like female fronted. And but then there's so much happened, and there's so many women in the scene right now. 
not only on vocals but also instrumentalists or even you know technical people like the light uh, technicians sound technicians so 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 I don't think we can even speak anymore of women in metal I think um, the scene also this subgenre of females in metal changed a lot there's also new ways of female vocals you know you have these these young girls they're like singing beautifully but also screaming and growling which I really like you know I like that it's that is um, that is evolving actually yeah. have you ever attempted growling yeah you know I learned the technique but uh, it's yeah, a lot has to do with um, stamina so you have to practice a lot because it has to do with your uh, with uh, yeah with stamina so you can learn a technique but then you're not good yet so and and I kind of so I know how to do it, but I'm not good. <laughs> That's fine. I've I've watched videos about how to do it, and my mind yeah. just can't connect it to my body to do it. So I, no, no, no. It's like I get it, but I can't do it. I know. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, you have these when you get get into it, you have these. You kind of realize how, what a technique it is, and and how there are really good growlers in the world. Uh, like Michael Ackerfeld and how they are not so good growlers in the world. So it's it's fantastic to to dive into it and see how it works. But it's it's just not for me. I'm I'm really like a like singer singer. <laughs> uh, I've I knew of you for a long time, but then was surprised to hear you working with Devin Townsend. He's mm -hmm. a big influence on me. Like my show is named after a Strap Young Lad song. Oh, um, nice. You guys have worked together many times. Have a proper just project just the two of you ever been discussed or in the works or something? No. No. I mean, he's had <laughs> casualties. I think uh, Annika yeah. casualties would be pretty rad, but Yeah, totally. Yeah. I you know, I uh I love working with Devin um just like you. I'm very much inspired by him and by his work. I listened to him before I got to know him, and so I'm I'm thrilled to be working with him and he you know, like Iron also, it's, it's kind of comparable how they influence me. Also, you know, vocal-wise, performance-wise, songwriting-wise, you know, I, I learn a lot from from him. And uh, so, yeah, no, any, you know, anytime he's asking me, you know, he has this need for female vocals on his album or, or some live shows, I, I, uh, I usually uh, jump up and say yes. So... So I like work. I love working with him. Uh, so who knows what's going to happen in the future, right? Are you going to be playing at that show in the ruins he has in a couple of weeks? Uh, Bulgaria, no. I want to say? No? Yeah, yeah, in Plovdiv, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to be there. Uh -huh. But it's going to be spectacular. It sounds like That's it's going to be really I cool. Know. I'm super jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, the show is called Far Beyond Metal. I love metal. However, I read somewhere that one of your biggest influences is Prince. Yeah, I love Prince. <laughs> like, no, that's so cool. Uh, what What are your, some of your favorite Prince songs or albums? Or let's just talk about Prince for the rest of our time. <laughs> I think that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's not metal at all. However, um, music, you know, in different genres can turn out really can 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 be deeply layered and dark at the same time and. And while it's not 
metal. You know, when I was young, I really um, was into you know black music, so Diana Ross, Ella Fitzgerald, Marvin Gaye, but also Prince, and they have this kind of dark, soulish, like soul touch, which inspires me a lot. And all the people just mentioned, all the artists are great singers, including Prince, great guitar player, great composer. So in any any form and in any layer, he inspired me a lot during my childhood. You know, I'm an 80s kid, so I was totally into, you know, his work when it came out. And uh, so, yeah, he inspired me. So after that, you know, I, I discovered when I was a bit older, I was now 15 or so, I discovered metal and I felt like, okay, in this genre, I am home. I'm, I feel this and... And the people who listen to metal are my brothers, and you kind of come home to something. But, you know, Prince has been there all my life, uh, um, uh, and I listen to his music so much, and still do, by the way. And my favorite album, I don't know, there's a lot, but I think Purple Rain is, of course, classic. But it's a magical album, and, uh, and Sign of the Times, classic album. I love it, yeah. Very good choices. Like Purple Rain feels like the obvious choice, but there's a reason it's the obvious yeah, choice. It's perfect. Exactly. Yeah, you, you want to say something cool about it, but it's just that's just it, you know. Enough, yeah. enough said. Um, <laughs> why don't you love us here in the U.S.? What? Uh, you you played Florida <laughs> with uh, Devin at a Pro Prague Power, I believe. Yeah. And as far as I know, that's kind of about it. Why don't you love that's us? Oh, I love you so much. No, man, we love America. We love the U.S. We love touring the U.S. We did a couple of times with the gathering. Um, but the, the big thing that you know this, the big thing for European bands is, uh, is uh, you know, the traveling and the cost and the logistics and the visas. And so we play South America uh, quite often sometimes and also... Um, you know, Mexico, and then sometimes it's it's easy to kind of hop over. Um, um, but it's, you know, it's a vast country, man. It's it's big. If you have to tour with the tour bus, it's expensive. But it's all whining, right? Because we are, you know, nevertheless, we are always trying to come back. So sometimes you, we can do a festival, we can do some stuff around it. Um, and we're always trying to come back. Some, you know, maybe on my own, just by myself. Uh, but hopefully with the band, for sure. Yeah, yeah, always trying. That would be very cool if, if we came to the States. I'd be happy. Yeah. But uh, cool. until then, I will whine about the fact that you, you haven't. So. <laughs> okay, like, good. Like similarly, I see that as a compliment. <laughs> like similarly, the band, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, Biffy Clyro, they are massive. They've played like Donington. They play all the huge festivals in Europe. They come here. They play really small venues and they do so rarely and i, I kind of get it because yeah. it's it's massive over here yeah. uh, uh if i may wind yeah. out a bit so what does your th your son think of your job as a musician my son he yeah he can yeah he likes he likes what we do for a living uh, me and my husband are both you know in this together so we are a, a music family and Finn is, is my son's name. He is always, when he can, you know, with school and everything, he goes on tour with us and or to random gigs in Holland. So he's always part of it. And we always talk about it when we're at home. So it's, it's 
it's totally intertwined with our family life. And so for him, it's normal. Uh, and uh, sometimes he he doesn't like it because sometimes I'm away a lot, you know. And uh, I have odd hours. We have odd working hours. Um, but he, he thinks it's kind of cool. Only the music, you know, is... He thinks it's it's music for old people. <laughs> <laughs> is he like? So, uh, is he? Um, how do I word this? Is he like an angsty kid, and now he's like rebelling by listening to only hip hop because he has metal musician parents? <laughs> no, no, no. He, no, he's he's doing his own thing. Really, he likes. He used to listen to uh, Justin Bieber and all that when he was a bit younger, um, and uh, but like the regular pop music that was that's played on the radio at the moment um but he's really getting into this like uh intricate musical stuff you know with like lots of various voices and and um and uh with uh, rhythm patterns and so on so i kind of like where it's heading really so it's which it's totally not my business because he has to you know go his own way and musically as well you know whatever he listens to is fine but i like it you know he likes to sing along to it and listens music to music in the car so it's cool you know he has get some get some cultural influences that's good very cool is he going to be mad at you in the future for saying that he listens to Justin Bieber? Yeah, I think he already would be if he could hear me right now, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> we won't tell him about this interview. Uh, no. I, all right, well, thank you so much for talking with me. Um, thank you break, so much. Break a leg at the Universe show and with all your future projects, and I, I hope to see you guys stateside. I'd be very excited yes. about that. We will come to your place one day. Thank you so much. All right, you have a good you rest too. of your evening. Thank you, you too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Annika and the rest of Vur will release their debut album, In This Moment We Are Free Cities, on October 20th via Century Media Records. For more of the band, head to Vur, that's V-U-U-R, dot band. And more Annika, head to AnnikaVanGiersbergen.com. Finally, I'd like to end every episode with a recommendation, and in this episode, I am recommending Perihelion Ship. Perihelion Ship are a progressive metal band from Finland. They have touches of death metal, old deep purple-esque organ shredding, and a lot more to their sound. They're about to release their newest album, To Paint a Bird of Fire, on October 1st. From that album, here is Bird of Fire in its entirety.
Perihelion Ship, head to facebook.com slash perihelionship and perihelionship.bandcamp.com. As always, if you'd like to talk to me, you can head to facebook.com slash farbeyondmetal. Like the show, tell your friends about it. You can email me at farbeyondmetaldan at gmail.com. Send me your band. Or you can tweet me at Ovacore. That's O-V-A-C-O-R-D. And of course, the theme song is Far Beyond Metal by the band Strapping Young Lad from their album The New Black, courtesy of Century Media Records and Devin Townsend himself. Thank you for listening. A Catbox Production.